No Guts, No Galaxy is recorded in front of a live studio audience. This is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. Hello, everybody. This is Duncan Fisher. Do you want to poke a dragon in the eye or cut the head off a snake? Well, then, join the Rangers today and avenge your lost loved ones. Are you looking to join an elite Inner Sphere mercenary unit that is loyal to House Davion? Then look no further than the Robinson Rangers Brigade. Go to www.first-rangers.com You're listening to the Gamecasting Broadcast Network. Live from the outreach studios around the world, this is a No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. And now, your host, Phil, a.k.a. Sean Lang. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast number 55. My name is Phil, and I'm your host. It is December 12th, 2012. Oh my gosh, the time has flown. And well, we had to get in this podcast because we're all going to die in a ball of flames, apparently. Mind calendar. I don't know. It's crazy. But my shout out before I die in a ball of flames and fire and all that fun stuff is going to go to Jarhead Ed. I just want to say thank you for rolling with matches with me on MWO and, of course, Semper Fidelis Brother. And yes, Darren, who do you have? Cool, cool. This is Darren, a.k.a. Bombadil. My shout-out today is three-part. I'll be real quick about this. NyQuil. That's the only reason I'm here right now. That's my first shout-out. Second one is to Dustin. Uh, if you click on my name here, you'll see the uh, picture that he drew recently. I know you got one too, Phil. Maybe you'll show that off soon. Amazing work. Uh, he, he also did George Ledoux's, obviously. And uh, while uh, the picture is not quite as buffed as I am in real life, it's, it's a pretty good likeness. And then my final shout-out, I think today, December 12th, is The Hobbit. So that's where my final shout-out goes today. Mmm, small people. And, well, Brandon isn't here, and I just want to give him a shout-out real quick in his place because he's doing his uh, exam work and he's finishing up in school. And I just want to say, hey, Brandon, really proud of you, man. You're doing a great job. And keep up, make A's, or I'll beat the crap out of you. And Darren will make you give him a hug. And Laura, who do you have? Hey, this is Laura, aka BB Wolf. My shout out today is to Omigur for encouraging players to TK me. Thanks, buddy. What a guy. Yeah, what a friend. That's awesome. And we have Mr. Boo, aka Daniel here. Daniel, who do you have? My shout out goes to Ziki Boogie Duke. All right. right. You know, there are Clarify. things I don't ask. No, I do. Very old uh, bind a black sheep flash animation that I just discovered recently. Cool. Rediscovered. All right. I don't ask. I, I you know. See, the whatever. people in the audience understand me, okay? Maybe I'll be informed afterwards. But, of course, thank you to our live studio audience. Welcome. Hope you enjoyed tonight's show. And, of course, to all of our new listeners, whether you're driving to work, trying to drown out oh, your boy, boss. Oh, boy, here we go again. Or if you're No working out. No working out. <laughs> Because we like flying debris. Someone does. When he's working out. I like Thank you. Thank you again. 
What? I, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Anyways. Hey guys, we ask if you have the ability, go to our website right now. We have a tip jar on the right side of the website. Literally, it's nice and gray and all that. Actually, we were just talking to someone before the show, and they were like, oh my god, a tip jar. Help us out if you can. And, uh, yeah, we'd appreciate it. Thank you. Zeke Boogie Duke. What? Zeke Boogie Duke. Right. Unit. So it is that time of the year. People are out shopping, getting gifts for their fellow mech warriors and so forth. If you want to buy some cool mech art, head on over to MechaZone. That's David White's website. Uh, make sure if you buy anything upon checkout, enter the code GUTS, all cap, G-U-T-S, and that'll get you a 20% discount. Thank you, David, for doing that. And also, of course, if you're going to do any purchasing on Amazon.com, and we do recommend that here at NGNG, please click through our link on our website uh, it won't add any cost to your purchase, but it will give us a little kickback, and uh, it's much appreciated. A good, an easy and good way to support the podcast if you don't want to make a direct donation. I actually sent my mom a Facebook message. I was like, hey, do this shit. She was like, okay. Wow. And always count on mom. Do you always I, I, talk to your mom like that? Yeah, what a no, dick. No, no, no. She would punch me in the face. Because that's how she rolls. No. Where do you think Phil learned response? all of his hand-to-hand combat maneuvers? Uh, his mom is like, like Liam Neeson. It was like a rough childhood, but hey, it builds character. That's what, No, not really. No, I love my mom. Love you. <laughs> all right, guys, we're going to move on to the news. That's right. It's the No Guts, No Galaxy News, founded in 2011, reporting in 3049. And now for the news. Hello there, this is Duncan Fisher speaking to you from Outreach Studios. I know the best of the best when it comes to mech warriors on Solaris. And do you know who they talk about when it comes to digging your ass out of the fire when the shit hits the fan? Armed. The Australasian Royal Mechanized Division. These guys have been slugging it out since Gallipoli 1915. Only now they do it with a mech and a heavy gauss rifle. So if you need to call in reinforcements to get the job done, or simply hire someone for some good old-fashioned payback, call on the professional team at ARM. They'll set the odds in your favor. For contracts and recruiting, turn your terminals to www.armed.net.au. That's spelt A-R-M-D .net.au. And remember, if you need to get even, get ARM. And as we mentioned earlier uh, regarding NGNG TV, if you haven't checked it out yet, check it out. We're getting a lot of uh, different types of uh, matches up there. We did some uh, group tactics type stuff. Phil has done a ride-along. He's going to do some more of those. What else you got going there, Phil? Well, I'm trying to do a lot of content. I'm doing Mech Commander videos. I'm actually going through the original campaign of Mech Commander. Um, what you, if you're in the live studio or you're listening, one of the cool things is Mission 3 on Mech Commander uh, 1, the original campaign, actually you run into the first uh, Mad Cat, Timberwolf. And uh, there's a specific way I like to go through that mission and try to get my hands on it at the end. And it usually involves the very violent death of a smoke jaguar mech warrior which is you know obviously that's the objective but uh doing other things like uh, tutorial videos sort of walkthroughs i should say and then of course just sort of organized gameplay i try to get out there roll with some different groups and that's some of the things i'm going to be doing in the future is some of you guys in the live studio audience different uh, groups out there and even you lone wolves uh when we're doing twitch events for ngng tv and stuff i'll be uh jumping in and grabbing some people to run events with so 
just keep that in mind. Um, make sure you give us a subscribe. Follow us. You know, give us your feedback. If you want to see specific types of videos, hit us up. Let us know. We're here. Do it right now. Subscribe. And as I mentioned last week, NGNG is looking for um, both writers and a software developer programmer. So um, I have got a couple responses, and I let them know that I'll be getting more info to them. But if you are interested, email me, bombadil at nogutsnogalaxy.net for more info. Are you looking for more members for your Battletech or MechWarrior unit? For your own unit sponsorship or recruitment ad, go to the donation page on our website at nogutsnogalaxy.net. Make a unit sponsorship donation of $20, and your ad will be included in the next available show. And that being said, we're actually booked up going into January. Please, please contact me um, or, you know, directly either at, you know, Sean Lang at NoGutsNoGalaxy.net. Hit me up on TeamSpeak3. I have actually a few units out here that uh, you've done ads in the past. If you want more, let us know. We'll be happy to uh, fill you in on those dates. Did you say something about unit? Unit? I definitely heard the word. Oh, my gosh. Next week. cockpit more often. Next week, I am I am gonna have a six pack ready for this show. This is it's gonna be fun. If yes, you I haven't, did say Unix. If you if you haven't seen my picture that Dustin made me, that is the six pack that I will have ready. I have it ready every week. Mm, bear. The unit directory is also online. Make sure you get listed. It is free, and you can also get a premium listing. Oh, and that being said, we sent out our uh, newsletter, and actually had a few people ask me about the featured listing and how they could go about that. Um, first off. You go to the unit directory, register your unit uh, listing, and then you can actually upgrade that uh, yourself. Um, and that way you're showing up in the sponsored units. Right now, it's on the left side. On the new web layout, you're right in the middle. Just sort of give you an idea what you get out of your $10 a month. Mm, I don't know. We have around 3,000 unique individuals go to our website a day. Multiply that over 30 days. 90,000 90, some odd unique individuals possibly viewing your unit. So, th- you know, Whoa. porn stars, everyone. Are you part of a unit participating in the upcoming MechWarrior Online, MechWarrior Tactics, Living Legends, MechWarrior 4, or any other Battletech or MechWarrior related group? If so, reserve your spot on our No Guts, No Galaxy Outreach Team Speak 3 server today. Server information is located on our website. Once you log in, contact Phil and he will help get you set up. And also, for any of you units that weren't coming on before because of size, I know size matters, uh, we are. It, uh, our cap was raised by quite a bit. We have room, so uh, come on back, check us out. This week in the international listener list, uh, we have a little bit of change. Basically, just New Zealand and Germany switched the number four and five spots. So we got number five, Germany down one, number four, New Zealand up one, number three, Singapore, number two, Canada, and number one, still Australia. For some reason, I just wanted to say that. Wow. And also, Critical Hits number nine is out, LRMs. Check it out if you haven't. It is quite good. It's actually had a lot of feedback. Uh, I thought this was, for the for the most part, it, yes, it is a Monty Python sort of parody. So that was awesome. Thank you again, Laura, for that idea. No problem. And Definitely co- a good one. Of course, it's one of those things that, like, it blows up on Facebook. We've got a ton of feedback. You know, thank you so much. It is awesome. And again, Rudy, you're amazing. Yeah, this is one of my favorites. And this week in the community spotlight, what is this, Phil? Um, it was actually a video that was submitted by a fan out there. It's called Worlds Undecided. And uh, very, very good use of uh, effects uh, with whatever program he's using. Adds rain, good use of music, and just overall it's a really good video. 
kind of machinima style, sort of maybe. Yeah. Well, sort of. It's a, it's just a good use of music, action, and you know, it's not good just editing. Him. Yeah, that's what it is, and I'd like to see more. Yeah, definitely. Good job. Love this kind of stuff. Man, this medicine is fucking me up. You have no mm. idea what this is like right now. <laughs> that's why you only take the recommended dose amounts. You don't drink the, the whole bottle. Not good with it. Or you know, any other pain meds or alcohol or weed or anything on top of that. I mixed it all. I didn't know. Oh. <laughs> Fun times. Mm. All right. If you have a community spotlight that you'd like to submit, send your submission to spotlight at noguttsnogalaxy.net and we'll check it out. Local games this week. The Table's Edge Comics and Games, Georgia Street, Suite 131, Amarillo, Texas. Wednesday evenings and weekends, open to vets and those wanting to learn how to play. Contact Brandon at Azrael at SuddenLink.net, and that contact info will be in the show notes. Also, Bookery Fantasy in Fairborn, Ohio. CBT Games twice a month, usually start at 12.30 p.m. on Saturdays. Contact Jim Topa at the.godfather at Ameritech.net. And... Jim did send in some pictures, so we're going to get those up on our Facebook page. Check those out soon. Thank you for sending those in, Jim. And uh, Brandon, I hope you can send some in as well. Are you playing a tabletop game in your area and looking for more players, or do you want to start one? If so, we'd love to announce it for you for free. Email us at localgames at nogutsnogalaxy.net with your info, and don't forget to send us pictures. And finally, funding for this podcast is brought to you by you. This is a listener-supported podcast, and your donations keep us on the air and pay for such things as our hosting, TeamSpeak 3 equipment, software, prizes, and other projects. Check out our tip jar on the right side of the website, unit sponsorships, George will do recorded messages, and more. All right, guys, we're rolling on to Mech of the Week. Your vote, your choice. And now, this week's Mech of the Week. We are known as the 312th Black Trident Regiment, the Royal Guard of the deep periphery of House Sylvanian. We seek to advance the purity of the bloodlines of House Sylvanian, and we were cast out of the inner sphere because of our desire for technology and warfare at any cost. If you believe your blood to align with that of the Sylvanians, then seek us out by speaking with the commanding general of the 312th Black Trident Regiment of House Sylvanian, Davik Wolniewski. Otherwise, check us out at www.312th.org. Now, what did we get? We what, often, did we, what did we vote we for this week? We often refer to Brandon as this because he's a ninja. <laughs> he's a forum troll. But Plus, he's really big. Yeah, tall, oh. really big. It almost looks like a part of your anatomy for most of you out there in live studio audience. Are you really going to say that about Brandon when he's not here? No, tall, big. Oh, oh. oh. The guy oh, is a yeah. giant. The stalker. Yes, the stalker. Won the, the mech of the vote choice. So there mech you go. Mech of the vote. Won the mech of the vote. Mech of the vote choice. Hey, by the way, guys, um, I want. we had 47 responses, more than last week. But there's 40. How many? We have over... We need more votes, is what he's saying. 92 people right now in this channel listening to this live studio audience. Every one of you guys should be voting. So, again, if you haven't registered, re- register at the website. Give us some feedback. Do it. Do it now. Do it now. All, do. all right. But, by the way, this assault mech is, well, it's sort of iconic. One, because of its shape. It's got a bad sort of history. It's just known as that guy. Or a good right? history. No one invites and him for to the some party, weird but he reason, shows up. The, the pilots are usually women. I don't know why. 
Mm. Fantastic. Let's uh, let's talk about this. Sorry, the, BB. The mech, the stalker. It's an assault mech, 85 tons. It, now this this specific variant, the 3F, goes 54 km. It has. Now mind that you, stands for kilometers. Yes. Oh. Two <laughs> LRM tens, two large lasers, four medium lasers, and two SRM six. Now. <laughs> That's a lot of bit of firepower there. I'm just going to toss that out there. So uh, it is a little bit reliant. Half its weaponry is reliant on ammo. So it's one of those things where I've actually seen this in the tabletop and Mega Mech. I actually specifically remember in Mega Mech last time we were playing. I think, Boo, you had one of these? Yeah. Yeah. And then he proceeded to probably kill us all but anyways the cool thing about it is even though it's uh ammo dependent when you run out of the lrms and srms if you do i mean you still got two large lasers and four mediums that's pretty nice and the chances of depending on your pilot skills you know i mean if you're firing four medium lasers and then plus you know large laser every once in a while i mean you got a pretty good chance to wreck some damage so mine has an alpha of 88 (laughs) <laughs> now that being said of course for everyone out there who is a stalker fan don't worry we have more news regarding that soon but this mech was actually originally designed as a heavy mech for the reunification war oh, that's a weird word um, and then specifically it was slow moving weapons platform so basically moving giant freaking tank capable of handling basically combat at any ranges so that's why it has long medium and short range and of course, it has a lot of armor. Now, one of the the things about it, though, is it's iconic because it has no arms. It's just basically a torso and nubs. It's sort of like the the K K two, you know, just got nubs. How it rolls. Very similar, but like bigger. Slow. Also, a couple of notable pilots, both of them from Wolf's Dragoons. First, it's J. Elliot Jameson. He was commander of Wolf's Dragoons Zeta Battalion and he piloted a stalker for most of his career, serving with distinction during the Battle of Misery and the Fourth Succession War. And also Major Tara Lucas of the Wolf's Dragoons Zeta Battalion as well. She piloted a stalker for much of her career until trading it in to pilot a state-of-the-art clan Omnimech after the clan invasion in the 3050s. Yeah, because that shit, Wolf Dragoons, they were hidden. Yeah. All right, so it's one of those mechs, um, if you haven't used its... I, well, I mean, compared to loadout to some of the other 85-ton mechs, uh, obviously, you know, in that range, you've got a lot of, you know, the Victor, the Awesome, the Highlander, I mean, a, a ton of other mechs that are in that. As far as a weapons platform, it definitely meets that role. I mean, that's a shit ton of weaponry on a mech. It may run into some heat issues, you know, especially, some. Uh, especially in long... <laughs> in You know, it's one of those things where... It needs supportive mechs. It needs those combat elements in front of it, sort of distracting them, and then it's going to just basically rain hell upon them. So keep that in mind. It is expensive, so if you're doing a campaign or something like that, you definitely don't want to lose too many of these. And you know, um... I was never really a fan of the uh, Stalker. I remember playing it back in uh, the one on on AOL. The name is. Yeah. Because I'm on multiplayer battle tech. Thank you. Yes, I played it in there. Hated it. It was ugly. It was always ugly to me until uh, Mech Warrior Four, which uh, I think they did an amazing job with it there. And of course, the artwork that we've seen here for MWO. Did did you play it with Noah? With Noah? Yeah, on the Noah's Ark. You know, guys, when you guys used to do that, you get. Did you 
play the tabletop back then with him? You're funny, dude. Just saying. Uh, no, Noah was into uh, Warhammer. Don't say, don't, don't say sheep. No, he was into Warhammer. Oh, that's Alex. Sorry. All right, guys. It's great, Mac. Check it out. Um, obviously, we have some news for MWO coming up later on the show. All right. Now we're moving on to World According to Garth. Garth, welcome again on the show. And I just wanted to say again, I don't know we're getting a little redundant here, but congrats on the wedding. And that's coming up soon, right? <laughs> Very soon. I just yeah, wanted to make they... sure you didn't forget and that, you know, your soul Good thing you will forever you. be lost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh shit, I was going to forget too, thanks. Uh, you know, I just wanted to remind you so your soul wasn't lost without you knowing. So, at least that's what I've been told. I don't know. No, in reality. Awesome, dude. Um, now, this week, there wasn't a patch. Do you want to elaborate a little bit on that? Why there wasn't yeah. a patch? Uh, we hate all of you guys and we're tired of your whining, so we just didn't patch. Yeah, fuck you. Oh, I'm going to make that into a little sound bite. <laughs> I Just wanted to post line. a giant middle finger, but they wouldn't let me. Oh. Um, the, the reason was that um, a lot of the things we wanted to add were related to each other in rather integral ways. So while we could have released a patch with some of it, it would have been largely non-functional and essentially useless. And a lot of it was sort of at a 95% where it worked, and we were pretty sure it was going to be fine, but we weren't. 100% so we wanted to just delay a little and just put it all together and these patch notes are huge so I'm hard. scrolling right now scrolling you, you scrolling. didn't want to release like three-fourths of it that wasn't complete and then basically if you would have done that they would have been like oh and then if you doing what you're doing right now they're like oh and then you know like I'm guessing wow. that the, what was that again? the magic eight ball told you that there would be more QQing about a horrible patch rather than the QQing about no patch, ah. yeah? It's, it's more that there would be more work involved because if we have to hotfix, that's essentially a day lost to anything new. So we really avoid that as much as possible. So that is why. So, so I'm when assuming the, next week's patch... Is going to be it, unbelievable. Is it going to be a big one? Is it going to be freaking awesome? Is it going to be well, like... like I said, I'm going to start scrolling now and I'll tell you when I get to the bottom of it. Okay, go. Do, 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 At the end of the show, do, we're like, and this do, has been your... Done. Wow, that's that's Jeez. pretty impressive. That's almost the size of my stalker. I mean, what? Hey, <laughs> what was that about your unit? Whoa, COVID my. Okay, so a lot of stuff. Can you can you talk about anything that's coming our way? I can't be super specific. We all know the new game mode is coming, though. Yes, we all knew that. New and what mode. what about the what about the mech? Can you can you say it? Oh, uh, there's some kind of uh, marked. Cat? Marked thing, marked one. It's some kind of thing that hunts. Thing. Oh, stalker! That's what it is. <laughs> so, Speaking yes. of the stalker, Shit, it's just stalker. Urban mech. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, so the stalker it is coming out on the 18th. Um, there's a picture of it. Obviously, we've seen the concept uh, artwork by uh, Alex Inglasius, and there's my predator. <laughs> so you guys heard it. I, I looked at her funny. She gave me. She gave me the. the look. Careful. Like don't. Yes, don't look she's like don't. Yes. She's like stop waking me up because she keeps snoring. So I'm like, you know, Gizmo, Gizmo, wake up! And she keeps like, look at me one more time, mm. Phil. Look at it. Yeah, I'm gonna get you. All right. So the stalker is coming out. We'll talk about that a little bit later on the show. But uh, yeah, can you? What what else is coming on? Um, with the Christmas, are you guys doing any type of uh, like specials coming up? Oh, there's uh, gonna be some New Year's items, and uh, I can't really talk too much about them. But I'm just going to say that the greatest mech of all time is involved. I'm just going to say that. 
and I'll let you guys uh, <laughs> go from there. And we all know what Mexico you're talking about. Oh, okay, boy. So is there a, uh, you know, I know you mentioned stuff that you guys are doing, some bonuses. Uh, is there anything going on tomorrow? Uh, the Piranha Hunt banners are going to be coming up. So if you killed us, your banners will be there. And by thanks the way, a lot for killing us, by the way. It was great. The, I had so much fun. By the way, Garth, I am picturing <laughs> a uh, an urban mech in a diaper as Baby New Year. Just, just saying. <laughs> oh, man. If we could only go back in time, that would have been mm. incredible. All right, so you've actually been playing quite a bit. And speaking of playing, I know you've been dropping a lot. Uh, I talked you know, with you all week, all the time, it seems, that I... Yeah, we're always... Yeah, I took basically... Are, are you my two. internet BFF now? Is that what that is? <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, what I was doing is I was trying to drop with different group sizes that were less than eight, because I will make any eight-man lose. So I was going in twos and threes and fours and uh, just popping on with people and seeing how they play. And uh, it's a lot of fun. I actually really enjoy it. People are shockingly good at this game if you all talk. It's just amazing how much that improves everyone including me so it was great so the argument of i shouldn't have to communicate to be effective i mean like i don't know what game out there yeah really i mean i, I let's let's um, break them down First solo shooters i mean i single person no, games yeah maybe minesweeper right? yeah i don't know if you know, I don't know anything, because but this is the internet minesweeper? i don't have any friends I need help with because that thing's difficult but what i'm saying is like coordination it doesn't matter what game you're in if you don't talk it... well it's always going to put you at a disadvantage i mean i completely yeah. understand people that want to log in and maybe play for a little bit on their own or whatever but you can't complain in an in a strategic team-based combat game like this that communication uh is op or you know it's unfair or whatever i, I mean, that's loved, the bottom line i loved playing uh, this past year when we were all rolling like Battlefield 3. I remember specifically, I'd either have Darren or Daniel here. Uh, actually, Daniel was, I think, the the best uh, engineer buddy I had, or Alex. Yeah, he and could roll just, that little robot around like nobody Dude, business. I would just... That was so fun. I would roll out my M1A1 thermals and freaking... I would, you know, I was like 54 kills and like one death. And it was just ridiculous. But anyway, yeah. speaking... <laughs> He Sorry, always stayed say one in thing. that game. I was talking to these guys who were telling me that um, they actually, in the original, before we had the new system, they had an eight-man team where each one of the people playing had 100 kills with no deaths. And I was like, I'm really glad we have this new system. Wow. But even oh, then, man. I was told earlier by a specific uh, person I know that they played eight games of 8v8 earlier and didn't lose one. So... Hey, man, there's some awesome strategies going around, and that particular group, by the way, isn't all atlases either. Let's yeah, I was going to say, are they awesome no, strategies or atlas no. strategies? There are actually <laughs> multiple different weight classes being used, and that's the thing is, if you start doing that... Anyways, let's roll into the next topic, and specifically, we're talking about gameplay this Friday. No Guts for yeah. Galaxy is... Joining teams with Garth here on a Twitch play event this Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. PST. Now I know some of you guys will be at work. Some of you guys won't though. So some of you. I'm not. We're going to be doing this morning. Sorry. Yeah, we're going to be doing this uh, for a few hours. Um, This is the first of many. NGNG itself has its own Twitch TV channel. We'll be uh, doing events throughout the week as well, just on our own. But we're going to be doing as many with PGI as possible, and uh, expect yeah, this is going to be much every Friday. We're, I think we're going to be doing this. Uh, so 
it's going to be pretty awesome. I mean, we're going to dive uh, headfirst into all this uh, streaming. And obviously, if you've been checking out NGNG TV on YouTube, you can see that we're doing a lot of uh, those videos as well. So just expect lots and lots of content coming out every single week. This is going to be fun stuff. So watch us now. Watch us now. Stalk us. All right, now we're going to roll into our community questions. But before I get there, we actually had a good question out in the live studio audience. Lance Corporal Space Ostrich. That actually is a good question. His question is, is it going to be on NGNG's Google Calendar? Now, actually, I have a lot of people ask this, and it'll be better on our new website. But currently, how you know when this podcast is going on? One, I do a few things. We post the events usually on Monday, sometimes Tuesday, because, you know, we're trying to lock down guests or whatever. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer. And then I also post that day of on our Facebook. So... If you haven't gave us a like on Facebook, I usually get these little card ad things I, I post up, let you know what time and stuff like that. So all that stuff. And yes, I will do a good job of adding that to the calendar so you guys know Twitch events and all of that. So thank you. Good question. All right. First question we have is Onyx Rain again. And his question is, any reasons why we are unable to change the colors of the hero mech while keeping the pattern? Garth, do you want to comment on this? Uh, originally, it's... Essentially, it's a uh, an issue with not being able to override the skin. The idea is this is a special skin, so you keep it. I think we're going to tweak it somehow. I'm not entirely sure how, but for now, it's essentially technical. It's not like we're trying to punish you. Yes, your and founders you, And you guys just implemented this whole system, and I mean, obviously, there's items that still haven't come out, and that you know, uh, like right now, you can't do the camo pattern or anything on the hunchback, which I'm really annoyed with. But obviously, it's it'll be soon i mean it's gonna come out so yeah well, a good question because we're making new mechs and when you make the new ones you can while you're making them make the skins but you we had to go back and do the old ones so that's why the newer ones got them first it was kind of weird all right good question onyx everything another... will fall into place our next question is from tsunami-san haha <laughs> i like that tsunami-san all right now his question is about the whether or not eight beam, uh, eight man team balancing either in tonnage or some other method like uh, I think what he's talking about is basically eight v eights in the matchmaking. If future, if there's going to be some type of weight class restrictions or matching in the eight v eight, I know like right now, right now you launch eight v eight, you can have eight atlases if you want, and I think <laughs> I think a lot of people are finding that Atlas there needs warrior to be online. Well, not just that. I think it's. A lot of the competitive groups are liking it because, right, I mean, you bring whatever you want. The other team brings whatever we want. Hey, we, ha we have our way out. I mean, we duke it out, whoever, you know, comes out on top. But for those groups that maybe want to roll, you know, two lights, two mediums, two heavy, two assault, they're not being matched up in the same fashion. Is that going to be part of this whole, you know, phase three, getting matchmaking a little bit more robust? Short answer, Yes. Long answer, I'm not sure exactly how. I'm fairly certain it has to do with tonnage. Personally, when we look th when I look through the stats of wins, the heavy Atlas teams don't actually win more. I thought I honestly thought it, they did, given what I've been told. But um, yeah, I was shocked that it, it really does not depend on layout. It is really on skill at this point. So I mean, that then again, we are going to address it so that there will be a balancing thing in place. But for now, we just wanted to get it out there so people could try it. But uh, yeah, there will be some sort of tonnage or otherwise system in place. 
I agree that it is, you know, it is still skill based. I've seen plenty of people in atlases that, you know, they might as well just be in nothing that that's how useful they are. And it's, of course, that maybe a new player and learning how to play or whatever. But I think you get two skilled teams, one with all heavies and one with all atlases, and the atlases probably will have a better chance. But, you know, I mean, it's hard to get by that. Well, and you got to think from the programming and a design perspective, like I can eventually see MWO having multitudes of different, you know, uh, game modes, multitudes of different matching systems and stuff the like maps, that. The maps, the different maps, they can definitely I mean, affect what works and what doesn't. Well, what I'm saying is the matching and the technical design behind all this. Like right now, I mean, if if we want the game, like they get the the base in, and then hey, we got to move on to the next system that we have to be implemented. So I think it's coming along, and this was the first like iteration of. Hey, APA groups, and then you'll see basically more coming out. Yes, after. of course. So, good question, Tsunami-san. Huh, I like the name. Yeah. Tsunami-san. You don't say. I didn't say. All right, next question is Elemental Specialist. And he I says... he likes. Yeah, I know, right? I wonder if he's a Kleiner. Stalkers. He says, I've heard complaints about the Chevalier in MWL, or Cavalier, some people will call him, um, in Chevalier. Living Legends. And he says, in regards to aiming, because the vehicle bounces around too much. And his question specifically is, is this a problem with modern day tanks? And would softening the suspension help that vehicle? Well, we don't really have anybody that can... A- oh, wait. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, uh, suspension on modern day tanks is actually pretty awesome. If you've ever ridden in a tank, you know that it's a pretty smooth ride, even when rolling on some of the toughest terrain. Now... That being said, if I'm going 45 miles per hour and I hit a slope pretty hard and I didn't angle the, the tank to be able to take that on, yeah, you're going to feel that bump. Uh, do you feel rocks? No. Do you feel you know curbs when you over run over them? Well, if you're moving at a pretty high speed, no, not really. <laughs> so how it's designed, it just it's a very, very smooth, very, very smooth ride. So the whole point about that is, too, from the technical design you got to think is a tank has to be able to lock on the target keep that gun tube on target at all times and if it's bouncing around well obviously the gun tube stays on target within limits i mean you know obviously if there's certain limits to that system but yes it's a very smooth ride and it's not as crazy as uh i, I guess I, the... my friend in the military was telling me maybe you can verify this i don't know if it was the lav or the leopard or something but they, um, the snipers hated this thing because it would roll up beside them and fire its like 40 millimeter grenade launcher and hit what they were trying to hit while driving. <laughs> they fucking they hated these things for doing that. Jealous. Well, and that's you know obviously we've talked about MWO and you know some of the 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 tanker and the the sort of how I understand the ballistic systems and stuff. You know sometimes it's like you know that's not how it really you know but. In general, yes. Uh, a tank can be moving full 40 you know, miles per hour, 45, on uneven terrain, shoot, engage, and kill its target on the move. And that's the whole point, uh, fire and maneuver. Um, very, very deadly. So hopefully that answer your, answers your question, uh, Elemental. So. so, Phil, how many uh, tanks did you wreck in the military? None. Uh-huh. Fuck, I was a bamf. Mm-hmm. No, really, actually, I was a very good driver. The tank, it's so easy to drive a tank. Uh, really, it is. Uh, it's just a throttle and pretty much, you know, um, stop and 
you have your different gears and stuff it's very you know easy the thing with a tank is it's not necessarily how easy it is to drive it's knowing how to engage the terrain if you go uh directly if there's a hill in front of you at a you know pretty you know high and you know like a slope and you're going directly at it you're gonna freaking hit it really really hard whereas if you go at an angle so it's basically knowing stuff like that knowing how to maneuver anyways enough of that moving on you can go on forever with that i could <laughs> all right we've We're got all the tanks around here anglomani and he says dear ngng if possible pose this question to pgi representative hey guess what we have here garth hey. you're that pgi you're the you're the guinea pig hooray can we expect to see any progress on the various latency issues due to high ping and fast moving max in mwo and can we have an update on the issue that basically uh deal with dropouts black screens yellow screens so this is basically a multi-stage question let's first tackle the first one latency issues server side um authentication hitboxes stuff like that i was actually just talking to you about this this week uh anything you want to pass on to the public uh yeah there's a couple um in terms of ping there's only so much we can do until we get servers in other countries so that is sort of a yes we can but it'll be later the other one is the lag shield as people call it what's happening is the um the hitbox is actually moving ahead of the mech and if you lead you'll still hit them Granted, sometimes you have to lead a lot more than you'd think. It's almost literally how much you'd lead for ballistics, oddly enough. I, uh, one of the guys here who loves ballistics doesn't even notice now the leg shield because he is so used to ballistics, he just leads anyway. Uh, it makes it, that's why it's easier with lasers because you're just leading in front of them. But with ballistics, you have to lead like, you know, a kilometer ahead of them. So we are working on it. I've been in several playtests now to deal with it. Uh, we have an idea on some of the issues, but not all of them. So what you're going to see is over the next few patches, it will get slowly better and better to the point where you won't notice the changes so much. But then after three or four patches, you'll be like, hey, wait, I don't have to lead these guys anymore. So it will, it'll be a while, but it's getting worked on. <laughs> when the okay. patch comes out, people are going to be all confused and they're going to be missing for a few days. Yeah, mm-hmm. we actually had that when we, we managed to tweak it, but only locally. People were like, how the hell do I do this? Well, you remember, too, it's, well, for me personally, it's sort of, um, it gets worse and worse and worse uh, sometimes with light max and or the Centurion D when they're rolling 130 kph. Um, and it's stuff, you know, I've noticed. I think, uh, unfortunately, some of the Aussies and other, you know, Europeans and stuff like that, you guys sort of get screwed anyway because right now you're having to play on North American servers. And until they get that, you know, and even then, Aussies will pretty much be screwed until they get Australian servers, which who knows if that will happen. So, sorry, guys. Their but internet yeah. just sucks in general. Yeah, sorry. We feel for you, Aussies. All right. So, And then, obviously, the other issues, I think, are, you know, probably on the f- forefront of PGI's getting fixed shit. Um, being said, uh, how do you guys feel, and, and Laura and Darren, uh, about... You get in a match, right? The ticker's going or something, and someone disconnects. Or someone starts, you know, you start the match, and there's a guy FK. But in reality, that guy may actually not be FK. He may have a yellow screen. He may have just got booted to the desktop. Would you guys care if that person was able to reconnect? I mean, is that something like... I mean, just, I'm just asking. I mean, is that something... What do you mean able to reconnect? What I've always wondered, and, and maybe, uh, Garth, you know this, maybe not, uh, and, and maybe just something that'll come soon, but like in World of Tanks, if you get dropped out of a match, if you log back in, 
uh, you can get back into the match. As soon as you log into the game, it takes you directly to the match that you dropped out of. Um, that would be a nice feature, but I always wonder how many of these people are getting dropped and how many of them are doing the AFK thing on purpose. Well, we've we've had a lot of issues. Uh, we had our own member, actually, uh, uh, when we were playing. They got the yellow screen, and uh, we actually had a guy who was shooting, uh, supposedly, supposedly he had the yellow screen. He was shooting team team members. I don't know. I understand why, because we yeah, were on the other side. Well, of the if you got the yellow screen, the best thing to do is just start shooting immediately. Well, no, so we had, fire we our shift F11. Yeah, yeah we the uh, shift F11 thing actually works. Oh, we turn yeah, around. Fact, you press right shift and F11. You lose the yellow screen, but you have no HUD, including crosshairs. So See, that's how you play like no a man. Yeah, actually, I tried playing like that when I got the yellow screen the one time I got it, and I was like, oh my god, I feel like I'm in real war. It's Hardcore mode. <laughs> I kind of feel uh, like the, about those, though, an EMP effect just should be while I still have the memory here. Um, we do have a lead on the yellow screen for sure. I know. I don't know if we fixed it, but I know we have a good lead on it. The black screen is, I believe, related to video card specific because I know that I can't remember if it was Andy or GeForce, but one of them is primarily the one having it. So we have a, a, an idea there, but not positive. The crashes, on the other hand, though, are tough to say because someone's like, I crash all the time, fix that bug. And it could be any one of a thousand different crashes. It could be someone's doesn't have enough memory or... Right, it could be on their end completely. broke, literally. Or, yeah, there's so many things it could be. So we are working on crashes, but I can't just, you know, I won't say that we're done all of them. There won't be any more. All crashes will be resolved by next week. Fix it, yeah. fix, yeah, exactly. fix it, fix it, fix it, fix it, fix it. All right, good question. And we actually will move on to questions from the live studio audience at this time. So if you X up, Boo will mark you down and will tell you to unmute and ask away. And again, please keep in mind that he or us may not be able to answer your question specifically. Don't ask and... Clan or Community Warfare stuff. Yeah, don't ask Yeah, it. Don't, I don't ask, I ask Garth about Community Warfare. Don't ask him about how... Yeah, I mean, come on. He's a community manager. He can only answer some I questions. I think the main thing is let's get a little bit of variety. We've, you know, most of us have heard the uh, the questions that have been answered every week. Let's get some uh, other interesting questions in there. And Boo, go ahead and let us know who's first. Yeah, I'm also doing little random picks because I mm-hmm. see people from last week. So let's do a um, staple bitter, beater. Um, Boo, you're getting some buzz in your mic, so go ahead and type the name and I'll call him out. All right. I heard it, guys. All right. What's your question, sir? I was thinking, uh, looking at a lot of the people that are building sim pits, and I was thinking that it would be really helpful for, in those of us with second monitors if we could have a, an option to get some of the data off of the HUD and some of the little readouts to actually put onto some of these guys building sim pits, and then for some of us with second monitors. Is that you know something you're looking into, or is it possible, technically? Looking into, possible, will be way in the future. I was going to say, are you talking about like uh, being able to move stuff to your secondary screen or stuff like that as far as uh, dragging items or even yes. options to have like your map and stuff? Yeah, that would be cool. But yeah. What I want to know is these people that are out there building sim pits, what will it take to get them to come build me a sim pit? Or the only issue I have with uh, people building sim pits is I think it's a little bit too early. Hopefully they don't be, they're not disappointed if, you know, down the road PGI allows you know, heavy modification to happen when they get scale form in for the cockpits and UI and stuff like mm. that. And it totally changes, you know, um, maybe their even stock assets right now get totally changed because, you know, I, I would, I guess it'd still be cool to have Simpit either or. I mean, yeah. Good question. Boo, uh, yes, thank you. Very good question. Boo, let me hear your mic. 
Is it working now? I'm just kidding. What do you, what do you got going in the background there, dude? Uh, Michael's wrestling around. All right. Um, just type the name. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love it. Wait, did Boo say who was next? Yeah, I can't it. enforcer. Okay. Hey, man. What's your question? Oh, uh, I was, I had a question. Again, this is uh, about the uh, cockpit UI and particularly the audio cues. Did you say I cockpit? I did say cockpit. Unit, okay. unit. Could you also say unit? I did. Uh, I could also say unit as well, yes. Thank All you. Right. Right. We are right, sure question. an interrupting bunch. I know. But yeah, this is about nothing about the, the interface, about, like I said, specifically audio uh, inputs. I, I played a lot of uh, MechWarrior 2, for instance. A lot of those sounds are very familiar to me. And uh, I know we have the computer voice now, which is very, very cool and very, very neat. However, I think some of the things that it says are not necessarily useful. And we, and I think that I, uh, I'm really a fan of other, like, audio cues. Like, she's not particularly uh, urgent when you say your heat is over, when you actually say when you have high heat. I remember in MechWare 2, there was, like, an alarm that also got your attention. There were a few other, like, you know, like, other sorts of audio cues that you could sort of, you know, get recognized. Are there any plans for any sort of, you know, other, like, alarms, like missile alarms? or You, you know, want cr- a nostalgia sound pack, yes? Uh, potentially. Well, no, I think what he's asking is, hey, when your heat, you know, eh, 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 sort of, you know, like, hey, mm-hmm. get your fucking attention, uh, you know, get your attention really quick. Uh, you know, like the incoming missiles. That warning sign on my screen was awesome those type of feedback indicators to the player is a must because you got to think too you're looking at your reticle you're looking at your targets and if, i know some people are like oh, you're looking well, at your you... targets armor you're looking at your armor yeah, you're looking all yeah. over well, yeah you have to focus on all the yeah i understand that from the the game design perspective though they need to be able to make things easily readable and so I, dev- I, I, I get where you come in uh, because visually you may not have the time to look down and say, oh, my heat's, you know, at 98%, you know, I need to cool off. It'd be nice if it was like, hey, you need to cool down. Like, So now. what do you think, Garth? Um, I actually like the way it works now, although I, I do agree that there are times where you're like, this could be a little more like X or this could be more like Y. I'm sure small changes will happen as we go on, but, you know, for the most part, I actually really like how it works now. I uh, did. Uh, Cataran, I mean, is there anything like one thing specifically you're like definitely want like an indicator or something like, is there one element on the UI or anything that you'd like? I would have to say probably like, I, I do agree, like, I'm not trying to like rag on the fact that the sounds are bad I, was, like, they're really, I do agree that they're really, really good I, the quicker recognition on some of those things like I would, my thing that I miss the most I would say would be like a, a, a screeching missile alarm, like missiles are coming at you because half the time when she speaks it the missiles have already hit me by the time she's done talking i, I turned betty off i i did Be, yeah i, I turned her you off yeah i did i i gasp did you know why you stood in front of her naked wait a minute you turn yeah. her off and her then off. you ask me to say shit and then because we got our own <laughs> he likes your betty better bitch and wolf you know uh, i mean it's how we roll that's what he's saying um yeah, I mean, I I totally get like some glaring beacon, or but I'm pretty actually myself. I'm pretty happy with the missile indicator as far as um, you know, you see it on the screen. I could um, definitely understand some type of uh, subtle, if not like you know, some type of you know, warning, the real warning, the, re- the warning. serious ones could be three part. It could be visual, audio, and yeah. uh, and then text in the middle or something like that. You know, or being shaken by being hit by them. Or a hand I could literally come out of the late. screen, slap yeah, me in the face. That's a little too late there, Garth. All right. Yes. Thank you, Katarin. Good question. Uh, Boo, who's next? Space ostr- uh, ostrich. 
Space ostrich. Unmute your mic. Ask away. Ostrich in space. <laughs> they do mic exist. Check. Mic check. Sounds good. Sound good, man. All right. Um, is there an official response from PGI um, in terms of the company's feelings on the state of ECM and 8v8 matchmaking? Well, I think I can say that uh, 8v8 matchmaking, their their position is probably that it's still being developed, so that they can't really... Um, yeah, I mean, you have Garth... to wait for phase three before we have our actual... Official. This is how it works. Right. But what about uh, ECM? Uh, we're on a, my usual, I may have mentioned this last time, it's a wait a while and see, because I realize it's a larger system and it affects more things, but we had this exact same outcry with AMS. Right. So until yeah. we, we, time has passed, I, I because that's basically you need to build up the data, right? You need to see what it's really doing. I mean, everybody has their personal opinions based on their experiences in matches, but that doesn't necessarily represent the experience as a whole. You, you need and you need sucks. a good amount of data. It does because every single time uh, something like this is implemented, and what I mean by it sucks, it's not a negative suck. What I mean is we get so used to playing uh, in a specific way in a specific style for two three weeks and even longer some of these systems you know have been in for a while we get used to that right and as soon as something comes back around that changes that a lot of people don't like change i mean you know and it's very especially when it happens to to play on you you can effectively win or lose if you don't adapt quickly and i mean so i can understand where a lot of people might be frustrated but you know, that's well, we have to understand that we're still in development. There's going to be growing spurts. Some of it's going to hurt. Some of it's going to be awesome. You know, I mean, we it, it's, well, not, and it's not finished. I would like to know who, who's complaining. Is it the LRM boats? And m- mind you, I say boats. I don't mind LRMs. But if you're going to go out there with, uh, you know, 60, 80 LRMs and then complain because you're not being as effective on the battlefield because of ECM, well, take tag. And it doesn't really matter. Uh, are you complaining because... Well, I'm a direct fire weapon. Now I can't lock on my targets. Well, guess what? Your direct fire weapon, you don't need to lock on targets. Now, that actually affects me. And what I mean by that is I'm finding that I use heat vision more. I, even in some of the uh, NG and GTV videos, you'll notice that in the initial sort of uh, me going out there looking for targets, I'm using heat vision because ECM, uh, I actually may be targeting and I have no idea. And it's all one of those things. It's It's like layers of different systems. For me, I like that. I like that sort of simulation aspect. So, you know, um, I always like things that are more complicated and many, many layers. And, you know, while ECM may be off right now, uh, the positive thing that is, is it's all going to be worked on and it's all going to be balanced, you know, continually every week, every month. And look, street cats and all of that. People say, oh, it's it's gotten rid of. Dude, I saw a street cat wreak havoc two days ago on uh frozen city it was on my team i did around 300 damage and you know i hold my own on on, you know in most games you know this thing did over a thousand damage and it it, like by itself now how did it get as much damage and how was it still effective well obviously it was still yeah no it was utilizing its team and us and we're all still working together as far as just through our actions i mean i wasn't on comms with this guy he knew when to come over, when to engage, and it's always situational, right? And I when mean, to if, get the fuck out. Yeah, are you I mean, saying if, he was playing intelligently? Uh, you know, <gasps> because I mean, those are serious accusations, right? You there. know, just 
gonna th <laughs> throw that ball out there and let it go boing, boing. or you can pick it up or uh, good very good question ostrich i think really what it comes down to is it just got implemented i mean give it a few i would say probably you know a month see how things you know plan out i mean think about it this way a month from now come back and ask that question and see how gameplay is in game you know i mean does it shift does someone is something released from now until then that basically changes how ecm's used i mean whether it's a game mode or whether it's matchmaking or weight class you know matching or something like that if it's and of course the same thing can be said for the uh eight player matchmaking very good question we do need to move on guys um we'll take one more question boo who is it alexander wolf alexander wolf unmute your mic ask away so a little bit of a complicated question, but I know right now there is talk about uh, making punishment more harsh for people that are team killing, uh, you know, during a match. And obviously that's something that needs to be addressed. However, being uh, part of a clan, and I know this has been discussed amongst a couple other clans, there is the idea that like a lot of us are running TOPs and TOEs and trying to get through and you know bring our new people in and run a trial of entrance and get them in and get them some one-on-one -on -one time and we're kind of worried about you know if you're going to start tracking these numbers how it's going to affect the way in which not only we admit new people but we also you know conduct ways yeah you know matches and whatnot well i'm uh, not the i'm not the game designer and i'm nowhere affiliated up. with pgi but uh, if you're setting up battles and having to kill people and or even fight against i mean i mean you sort of have to wait i mean don't you until like there's a training ground to be able to do it well that's really my question is is there a training ground or a uh you know a private match kind of thing because i mean i know that's something we'd gladly pay for to get a private server private match anything that could kind of speed that process along so that you know if we're starting to get banned because we're trying to run these trials obviously we either need to change the system or just more information needs to be provided. And I have information. Garth. Ooh. We are looking at something like that, um, where you might... There, We need a way to make it so people can essentially play with their clan on their own. However, we're trying to figure out how we will pay for this, because it is very expensive. It was, I thought it would be a lot cheaper than it was. It's actually quite uh, expensive. The other thing is, we are looking at ways to make it so people can drop... In, uh, locally on their own and basically just uh, wander around an empty map to learn the movement and whatnot. We're looking at how to do it, but it is going to um, be in at some point. Again, I don't know when this will be. Well, couldn't you, couldn't you guys implement sort of a training grounds? Like, you know, a lot of the other, like World of Tanks store, like for instance, obviously once you guys start implementing community warfare, you know, uh, Units will have their own chat areas and like a unit leader can start up a, you know, everyone can just hop in a match real quick and it's a training ground. I mean, isn't that the sort of, I mean, uh, I think I'm it's probably asking. a multi-step process and that's probably, you know, a goal down the road. But I think definitely um, having people being able to rent their own servers is totally reasonable. Most games do that now and a great way to implement private drops so that uh, units can train and so forth. I think that's an excellent idea. And uh, audience response was very positive as well. All right, we're moving on. Thank you for the questions, guys. Um, obviously, we've got the, uh, for MechWar Online, we've got the weapon patch actually came out. And what weapon patch are you talking about? The jamming problem. For some odd reason, some of the weapons were jamming that weren't supposed to be jamming. Anyways, it came out December 6th, got that taken care of, but yet, I will say UAC5. If anybody watched the 
the Centurion ride-along video that I did just talking about UAC5 and how I think it should be a player, you know, mechanic and you control it if it's going to, you know, jam it because you're pushing it. And of course, I fire one round and it jams. One round. Video proof. Go watch it. So frustrating. I'm still going to rag on Garth about that and the devs. Um, we've got Screenshot 28 actually came out this past week. It had the, I would call it the candy cane yes, indeed. Um, cicada. I think that's the appropriate sort of use. Very Christmassy. Hey, don't lick it. Your tongue gets stuck to it. <laughs> uh, let's see. We've had the Ask the Devs. Um, now, again, I read over these each week. There wasn't anything that like was like popping out that was crazy. Uh, I.e. The... Brandon is not here. Well, no. The, one of the first questions um, that was you know relevant was it was talking about the Conquest game mode. And it was talking about whether it'll be taking place on the current maps or different maps or rotation and blah, blah, blah. And basically the answer is the same maps, but they're slightly different layouts. And of course the starting spawns are moved around and, you know, adjusted for their, you know, the purpose. Now, I, that be- I thought the uh, microwave question was pretty pertinent. Yeah, I know, right? Hmm. Um, jump jets should be getting the full benefit of like, you know, when you put on one jump jet, you know, uh, it's obviously it's. I think Garth said it's a few patches out, but basically it's been an exploit for a while. Jump jets, basically, you can put one on. It's the full, you know, deal. Where in reality, you have to have like you know four or five to be useful. That actually should be in the patch coming up. Twelve v twelve matches still plans. Of course, it's still on their plans. Uh, it's just down the road. I mean, I like, like I said, this whole thing about uh, Rhonda Snord's Highlander. Mm-hmm. About how pink will it be? Well, and the external mechs. I want that for Alex. I mean, not external mechs. External uh, speakers. Durr. Next, uh, we had the... Mm-hmm. What was that, baby? I said maybe I have a little Irby on your shoulder. Exactly. I know, right? Ghetto Blaster Irby. Yeah. The scroll page um, has shots of the stalker, if you haven't checked that out. You know, it's just... It's a firing line. It is a oh, firing okay. line. It's a... <laughs> To me, Phil, you know what it in looks your like. Head to me? Right Can now, I be honest? Penis. Penis. No. Do, do you know what this looks like to me? It looks like targets, easy targets. That's, that's yeah, what... but maybe not the the target that they're focusing on. It might look like instant death to them. But I'm also thinking if all of those had missiles and I was on the opposite <laughs> exactly. end of that. <laughs> oh my hey, god! Uh, all I gotta say about that is, oh my, oh my. I like the. Uh, I want to see the cockpit. I'm sure you do, buddy. Oh my. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Even it. Uh, there are the stalker variants online right now. If you haven't checked them out, um, it gives. Well, the unfortunate thing with this information doesn't tell you the where the hard points are, or basically what the weapons are. I think they should add that to those, you know, basic stats. Like, why not? I mean, it's uh, coming. Yeah, I know. And then, of course, you know, um, the one thing I've sort of noted is the amount of armor. And the amount of uh, firepower. Well, like we, yeah, like we said in our, uh, you know, in the mech of the week, it is relies on its Any, major armor. Anybody knows the heat efficiency on the three F? It's like <laughs> 0.85, and it's horrible. Oh my god! We've got the Penny Arcade MWO event is actually up right now. Uh, if you haven't checked this out, basically you can get like a day of uh, a free premium account. I mean, hey. Why not? Uh, the one thing I will say is they have these little comic uh, strips 
that give a breakdown of some pilot safety Freaking information. Freaking hilarious. Oh Those my guys God. are brilliant. When I first saw this, and uh, it, it was just... It's it, again. It's one of those things like critical hits. I mean, like I love it. I, I want to see more of it. So Penny Arcade, I think if you're listening, with all the uh, seriousness that goes on, the serious business here with Max, it's nice to have something that's you can laugh at every once in a while. The skiing awesome picture is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Now, speaking of which, Penny Arcade, we're actually going to try to to get something going with them. So that's us, NGNG. So we're doing our best to to get some contacts over there and doing some MW events, even some Twitch stuff. So we're working on that, so keep that in mind. But uh, Garth, I think it's about that time, buddy, that you actually have to bounce. Is that true? (laughs) It sounds like it's about that time where Phil wants to kick you out. Yeah, he wants me out of here. Is this where you guys make fun of me? Yes. (laughs) Uh That's the rest of the show. We could start early. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, remember that Friday. We'll we'll drop in fours. Phil will get ready. He'll start moving, get cord from behind. I'll be like, haha, you can't ban me. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Cool. Uh, again, Garth, thank you for coming out, bud. And we yep, appreciate you, all the, the feedback. Have thank a good one, go. guys. Good we'll night. see you Friday. Make sure yes, you're ready. Yes, see you Friday. Mm-hmm. Yes, we'll be there. Have a good night. All right, now we did have a little bit of info coming from the command chair. Um, and of course, uh, from the content roadmap, uh, we've got a few updates. We've got obviously the stalker coming on the 18th, uh, three camos for all mechs, holiday items, kill dev banner is coming out. And of course the community contributor banner is coming. We've also got on January 15th, the spider woodland camo, and there's about 80, 80 chance, uh, 80%. 80% chance <laughs> of seeing the desert map, uh, which I'm really excited about because, yeah, I, I want another map to drop Yes, on. more maps, more maps. Yes, a lot. Which is so funny, right? Because we could have probably like 10 or 20 maps and we'd be like, oh my god, did we just see this one? Well, that's uh, World of Tanks right there. Tons of maps. But it, if you play World of Tanks a lot, you feel like you're getting the same one over and over again because technically you are if you play that much. Well, right but now we're getting... It's never enough. Over and over and over, and I don't care if it's light or dark, it's the same map. I want something different. I actually, you know what I want? I want that desert map to come out, and it be actual night. Like, pitch black, and you actually have to use the night vision? Like, why? That it, would be cool. That would. Let's see it. No right? moon, in other words. Yes. Mm. Like We've daisy got... dark? Careful what you ask for. <laughs> February 19th, we have the trebuchet. An alpine map and the trebuchet. I'm really looking forward to this mech. Okay, oof. It's, I think it's going to be the next best thing to slice bread. I mean, just all I got to say I is would, I would totally take a slice of bread over a trebuchet. Mm-hmm. I like the trebuchet in the mega mech. That was a very nice mech. Yeah, see, I'm not really a fan of buckets. <laughs> it's not I a like trash my bucket. can, though. You can't outdo the Irby. Well, I <laughs> Um... And of course, we've got uh, Conquest Mode coming up December 18th, new eco- uh, economics, new user phase 0.5. That's new yeah. user phase 0.5. In other words, for new people, there's they're bringing something in to hopefully make it better for new players. And I know this is going to piss some people off, but phase three matchmaking is to be announced. They There's no... They're aiming for late December for basically the end of the month, but also January that may sort of... Eh, Hey, you know what? I'm ready for it because I want a little bit more robust matchmaking and all that fun stuff. But if I have to wait a little bit longer, and plus it's the holidays, yeah, everyone's going to be going home doing stuff. I can wait a little bit longer. It's not the end of the world, but I'm definitely ready for it just as much as you guys. 
It is the end of the world. Come on, 21st. Moving on to MechWare Tactics, we actually had something um, what we sort of announced last week was pay attention to MechWare Tactics and the breakdown of the Mech Bay. Now, I wish we had Chris here to sort of give a brief description, but let's let's go ahead. If you haven't, go ahead and take a look at it. First off, like I said from, uh, you know, the beginning of this, I think what you guys are going to really enjoy about Tactics is from top down how much customization there is you've got the mech bay loadout uh, how you select uh, your lance and mech slots on the left your critical slots uh when you're building them how you transfer i mean all this over it's just it's like a tabletop mega mech had a baby and just there it is right there and it's beautiful just i think um for me, from what I'm experiencing talking to people and having conversations about it, the biggest obstacle that people are having is the art style. And my what I'd like to encourage people to do is check out the gameplay, check out the customization, check out these other things, because really, um, that's why I said before, that's why games like Tetris exist, because playability and having fun always trumps you know, the looks or whatever. And um, I think this is a really in-depth game. It's going to be amazing, and uh, just got to give it Don't. a go. Don't judge a book by its cover. I think what you're going to like is the content inside. And people sort of, you know, don't like the artwork. All i got to say is, like, for a moment, if you like Mega Mech, have you ever actually stopped to look? You're playing a 2D. I mean, it's horrible. Like, come on, really? I think you can look past it. I mean, at the end of the day. But it's canon. Yeah, I know, right? So I think you'll enjoy uh, Tactics. And uh, I know, actually, there's a lot of people, and we're still trying to get you some beta keys and uh handing those out so we'll do that as soon as we can for you BattleTech in the board game um we are actually talking to randall um on the side he's going to make a uh, another appearance on the podcast in the not too distant future probably after the holidays because it's just all you know crowded and crazy in the upcoming holiday weeks. yeah i know right he definitely enjoyed our BattleTech geek crowd no doubt about it I will say we are thinking of ideas of doing another podcast, specifically, you know, book of the month sort of ideas and even having maybe, I don't know, Randall and some of the authors on that. I'm just throwing some ideas that uh, me and Darren are working on and trying to get in the process of doing things. So maybe even sitting down with, I don't know, Michael A. Stackpole or Lauren L. Coleman. You, You name dropper. Could be worse. I guess could be like glittery mechs or i'm sorry did you say worse or better they sparkle when they go out okay jihad mechs chainsaw mechs do do we really want to go there what was that about dark age you already did all right guys uh mechware living legends i haven't got any updates from the team but i last we saw they were working on the warhawk aka massacari and uh, getting that, obviously we had some pictures for you last week. Uh, MechWare Tactical Command uh, came out with an update, and they released that. I still think, to me personally, I'm, I'm just sort of let down. I mean, um, I haven't, haven't got any positive feedback from anyone who's played it. Um, so I'm going to have to dive in and try to get a hold of someone. If you, if you have MechWare Tactical Command, let us know how it is. Um, all the feedback I keep getting is... Hey, I can't get past this mission because it keeps crashing and stuff like that. So, mm. Mm. little let down. And of course, uh, that's just my honest opinion. So, 
don't take that as, you know, try it out for yourself if you can. All right, moving on to Facebook. Huge, huge success, like I said, with uh, Facebook and the critical hits. Um, It's amazing to see the level of engagement. So many people responding. And, of course, we have 1,888 people on uh, Facebook likes. Now, I'm going to link that, uh, and I think Boo already did it. If you're not following us on Facebook, give us a like. If If you don't like Facebook, go to our website, register. And the reason being, too, is we want more engagement. We, uh, we post up every week community questions and mech of the, uh, you know, mech of the week, <laughs> mech voting for basically every podcast. And you guys get to vote and you guys get to submit questions. Um, and we want you guys to do it. Now, I know we've stated we don't like forums and stuff, but we've had a lot of pressure from some, some of you guys saying, hey, it'd be a lot easier to get some feedback. We're looking at some options. So, again, uh, we'll continue to look at options but again thank you so much over 130 new uh, likes in the past week register on the forums i do send out the newsletters which uh we got some awesome widget software for wordpress to be able to do it sorry by the way if you got dual um newsletters i was figuring out the software i was an idiot i'm sorry i tried to send out too many and yeah anyways so i apologize and of course uh you can follow us at twitter at no guts no galaxy dot no guts no galaxy and our new website will actually be tied in, so it'll automatically give you feeds if you use Twitter. That's how you roll. And at max numbers tonight, we had over 90 members in the live studio audience. So thank you again for taking the time to come out here. We'd like to thank everyone, our community, our staff members, everybody out there. Thank you so much, and uh, you know we do appreciate it. Yes, uh, thank you, live studio audience members. That's cool that you hang out with us today. And also thank you to the following Mech Warriors for their donations to NGNG. Tracy, Leonard, Aaron, John Adams, that's right, a founding father has donated to our podcast. Whoa. Brad, Thomas, Dean, David, Derek, and anyone I missed, we appreciate you. Thank you. Yes, everyone out there, again, you know, it's just, it's it's crazy to see where we've, you know, came in a year. And I can't wait Giggity. to basically look back in another year. Uh, we do have some amazing plans in the near future, so hopefully you guys will... Be right there with us. Cockpit unit. Yes, cockpit, cockpit unit, 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 and because someone asked earlier, penis. So don't forget this Friday. <laughs> I can't hold on. Derailed. <laughs> oh boy. And of course, this Friday we've got the Twitch event. So don't forget, we'll be posting uh, on our calendar. We'll be posting on Facebook on our on our website. Uh, it is at 5 p.m. Eastern. So keep that in mind. I know some of you guys will be just getting off work. This was your local No Guts, No Galaxy MechWare podcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's show. This is Phil. This is Darren. This is Laura. This is Daniel. Until next time, Mech Warriors. It'd be best if you avoid me, but I know you probably can't. You sense something is wrong with me. You can feel it on my skin, but there is more with it.
thought it was normal Just a little off The truth is at one time I was But now I'm a robot Forever 